Welcome to a podcast for Redefined Sisters. We are a discipling community of women flourishing in faith and redefined by the gospel. Our deepest desire is to equip women to be deeply rooted in the word of God and live in community with one another. Welcome back, ladies. So Jordan and I will be talking about studying scripture in your busy season of life in part two of our motherhood series, but we want to hit pause before we jump into the conversation today. So I don't know if you are on spring break, but this week we are on spring break and I want to encourage us and first remind us of our redefined priority for 2023 and that is surrender. So we put together a Making Room for Jesus PDF. You can go to our um, online store to purchase that. I think it's $5 if I'm not correct. Um, Jordan is the genius behind all that. So, but I believe it's $5 if um, that would be a blessing and encouragement to you. But we really wanted to create a resource to help you fully surrender to Christ and to help you build your relationship with him. And so there's a note-taking section on each page, um, or you can feel free to print it if that's more your style. But we've categorized um, the, our word for the year, surrender, into three um, categories. So the first is worship, the next one is rest, and the last one is service. So we encourage you to worship weekly at your local church to start or join a women's small group and to take a weekly Sabbath rest. So for rest, we want you to create margin for rest and refreshment in your schedule. And this is so important, ladies. I honestly can't stress the importance of this because you don't want to work out of a place of exhaustion and burnt out and overwhelm. You want to work out of a place of rest, um, joy and refreshment as you go to work or as you work in your home or as you run your um, business at home, whatever that looks like for you ladies, um, you want to work out of a place of just refreshment and joy and that sometimes involves taking time um, to remove yourself from the responsibilities of your work and rest with your kiddos or um, have a few moments to yourself. Oftentimes I have a weekly rest day and that is usually on Sundays where my husband just kind of gives me the day to recharge, rest, um, recuperate, whatever that looks like for you. I really, really encourage you to do this. Um, talk to your spouse, talk to a loved one and see how you can um, make sure to carve out some time to find joy in the Lord and really delight in his word and um, do something fun. I love fun things. I just got back from Arizona. We're in the process of purchasing a horse, which is very exciting. I got to ride him and he is just so delightful. So I will keep going because I could stay talking about horses a while. But for this rest category, we want you to engage in Sabbath rest. So we are on a quarterly break. So we've designed this year to have quarterly breaks and this is our first one that we're on right now. And so we just encourage you to rest with your kiddos, have fun activities, um, enjoy the sunshine, go do something fun. I don't know what that looks like for you. 
but um, my son and I went to a good local spot today. We ha I had an espresso, and they had like this gluten-free cinnamon roll, which was delicious, and he really loved it. He actually wanted the cinnamon roll more than his um, muffin that I had got him, so then we went and visited a train museum, and so he loves trains, and so honestly, that was super fun for both of us, so whatever that looks like for you, I just encourage you to do that. So create space for silence and solitude. I I really learned the importance of this in seminary. So I took a spiritual formation course and we really went through the gospels and how Jesus really prioritized time alone in silence and solitude with the Father. So oftentimes this was early in the morning or late at night. And so we want to take the model that Jesus has given to us and really implement this into our own lives. And so just seeking time with um, the Father, right? We want to commune with Jesus and spend time at his feet, spend time in the Word, spend time in prayer. And so we also want you to find a consistent time for Bible study and prayer, which is what we talked about and it's what we're going to be walking through in this episode. So service, we want you to find ways to creatively serve your local church and family. Um, I think sometimes we forget that our husband and our children are our closest neighbor. And so figuring out ways that best serve them is going to look in um, different families and that is uniquely um, just different, right? Um, we each have different kids with various personalities and so we just want this um, to really be focused on what would best serve your family. Um, it's really important not to compare yourself with other women because that's very dangerous and it honestly steals our joy and robs us of serving our own unique families in our own local context of churches. So we want you to be intentional with your time. Like I have found that making a weekly and a monthly schedule have really helped me. So I'll actually schedule fun into our calendar. And so this is super important. And my husband and I have recently implemented family nights. And so that's gonna be very fun. But it's just a time where we can spend time as a family. We had done this like probably every other week before, but we're trying to implement it like weekly. So whether that's pizza night, taco night, whatever, movie or going out to dinner or um, just something fun we can do as a family is super, super important. So before we jump into the conversation, um, I feel like this is more long-winded, <laughs> but I'm going to encourage you in Psalm 73 today. So just a little context for Psalm 73. So in verses 1 through 15, Asaph actually has a false perspective, right? And then in verses 16 through 28, um, he has a faith perspective. And so honestly, ladies, this can be us. This can be our heart at times. So if Asaph had the wrong perspective in that he was placing himself in the company of doubters, right? So verse one of Psalm 73 says, surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. So he is saying that good only comes to those who follow follow the Lord and are pure in heart. And that's not necessarily true, ladies. Like he was believing a lie because there are times in my life where I've walked through tremendous suffering and trials and difficulties, and it just feels like one thing after another. So as a Christian, your life is not perfect. And so Asaph was walking in a false belief, right? He needed to change his belief. And for that to happen, God needed to change his heart. So he needed to um, 
partner with God and allowing God to reshape his belief system and ultimately reshape his heart motives. So ladies, what are you believing about your life and your circumstances? So in verse three, we see what is going on with Asaph, where it says, for I was envious of the arrogant as I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Um, and in this moment, he was seeing what other people had, right? Their prosperity. And honestly, he was disappointed. And this is, can often so be me and so be you in that we are not being thankful for what God has given and that breeds discontentment in our lives. So in verse 15, Asaph contemplates in his heart before he entered the sanctuary. So it says, if I had said, I will speak thus, behold, I would have betrayed the generation of your children. I'm going to continue on in verses 16 and 17. When I pondered to understand this, it was troublesome in my sight until I came into the sanctuary of God. Right? So when he came into the sanctuary of God, he realized that um, he was living in a false perspective. He didn't have the right perspective. And oftentimes pain can lead us away from the truth. And I love verse 28. Really, I love all of it, but especially verses 24 through 28. So I'll start in verse 24. With your counsel, you will guide me and afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And besides you, I desire nothing on earth. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For behold, those who are far from you will perish. You have destroyed all those who are unfaithful to you. But as for me, the nearness of God is my good. I have made the Lord God my refuge that I may tell of all your works." Ladies, I want to be very honest with you. The season that I have been walking through is a season of infertility. And that's okay because when I had my son, the whole thing was just very pretty easy, um, very smooth. And then, um, you know, I don't want my son to be an only child. But for whatever reason, the Lord has us walking through this season of infertility. It's been very difficult. I had what my doctor would call a chemical pregnancy. And so that was painful as well. But I want you to know that oftentimes pain can lead us away from the truth. When I enter God's presence, when I meditate on his word, I am reminded that no matter what I walk through, God's character is not changed. Um, we live in a sinful, broken, and fallen world, and God is always with me. And when I shift my perspective onto the Lord, my heart changes, right? So sometimes I do live in a false belief system and I really have to pray to God for me to come out of that, for him to change my heart. Because when my heart change, when my heart changes, my actions will follow, right? It starts with belief, right? And then you're going to act upon your belief. But if you can change your heart, you can reverse that. And so this is just how God works. It's truly, truly beautiful. And so Jordan and I want to talk about today studying scripture in your busy season of life. So I want to extend a special welcome to all our new listeners. We are so, so thankful you're here. And this podcast was created for our redefined community. So please check that out to see if that's something that you're interested in getting connected with and being a part of. Um, we also want to say a special welcome to our friends in Ethiopia and Belgium listening in. We are just grateful this podcast has reached you. Um, it's just cool to watch God work um, because when I originally had 
in my head that this would just be for our redefined community, God was like, okay, I'm going to just stretch you a little bit and broaden this a little bit more. And so it's just really awesome to see God work and for this to be able to reach you, honestly. So for our icebreaker, Jordan, let's list your favorite books of the Bible in under a minute. Ready, set, go. Okay, so my favorite books of the Bible are Proverbs, Psalms, Esther, Ruth, and Titus. I love every single one of these books. I have received so much information from each one of them, and I love reading them over and over again. Okay, Jordan, thank you so much for sharing. So I can't just pick five. I'm sorry. It's just not in me. I'm going to have to go with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, sorry, seven. <laughs> so Genesis, Psalms, and Proverbs, John, First Timothy, Titus, and Revelation. So ladies, inductive Bible study may look different in various seasons of your life, and that's okay. So when my son was a newborn, this was honestly whenever I had the opportunity, and mostly it was while feeding or rocking him to sleep. Now that he's older, I really do, oof, the time change has been super difficult, I have to be honest, but I love waking up at 5.30 in the mornings for my Bible study. So I'll kind of go in the kitchen, drink a cup of water. This is just for me. I don't know about you, but I love doTERRA. I love On Guard, and so I add that to my morning water before I have my coffee. And honestly, it's been pretty helpful in keeping me free from sickness, so that's just a little tidbit for you. But So then I go and write out my prayers for the day, and I like to light a candle. So the space that I enjoy the most is my front sitting room connected to our bedroom. But there's something special about early mornings by the fire with my Savior, and so I'll work through my daily reading plan, which we are going through um, Psalms and Proverbs as a redefined community. And so we have a calendar. So just send us an email at redefinedsisters at gmail.com if you want access to that calendar. Um, we also attach a new calendar monthly to our newsletter if you're interested in that. And that's free, by the way. So there's just something special about early mornings with my Savior. And so I'll work through um, mostly one chapter to two chapters, and then I'll listen to my favorite app, Dwell. So it's a, it has a beautiful music and drama emphasis to help you read through the entire Bible, depending on your season of life. But we also use this as part of our homeschooling curriculum, and so my son really likes this as well. It really helps him engage and listen to the Bible story and lesson that we have. But I love journaling and honestly any pen will work for this, but um, I just hope you don't get stuck here. There are there are also other free apps available like YouVersion or Blue Letter Bible, but perhaps you may need to carve out this time by allowing your husband to watch the kids for an hour or finding a babysitter if option one doesn't work for your family schedule in that season. So sometimes you'll also find me, depending on what's going on, I'll come home after preschool drop-off and just spend time working on my Bible study for a deeper and more inductive study through God's word. And so this allows me to carve out um, additional time for prayer. So if you follow us on Instagram, you may notice that we did a reel on Bible study rhythms. And so that actually captures me in this time, not in the 5.30 time. <laughs> so maybe I need to go back and do one on that. But this is just one of those sweet moments that I really, really enjoyed pouring into the word. Um, so it was beautiful because the birds were chirping outside and it was just that the house was just so, so quiet, and it really filled my cup that day. 
So some days you may need extra rest, and I have found that waking up, brewing coffee, moving my body, and getting ready for the day allows us to complete our morning routine basket. And honestly, this is not perfect, but this also gives me time to work on my son's Bible story for the week, along with other learning activities. So it really just depends, but any time you can spend in God's Word is really the best thing that you can do. So I hope these spark some ideas for you personally, and just know that God's Word is always worth the investment of both our time and our energy, ladies. Okay, so my study time looks a little bit different. My youngest is still nursing, and I tend not to get a full night's sleep. So I prefer to wake up at 6.30, I make my coffee, and then I get the kids up and get everyone ready to get out the door for school because I drop them off. When I get back home from drop-off, I might get one of my babysitting kids if I do or if I don't, it looks the same. I try to get the little ones situated, whether it's in the t living room with me, watching Mickey Mouse or Bluey, or they go upstairs and play. Whatever it is, they will be able to be occupied or find me if it's needed. I like to pull up our Redefined Sisters reading calendar and my Blue Letter Bible app on my phone for notes because I love taking notes and highlighting all the different paragraphs to grab my attention to different things. And also it makes my Bible look really pretty. I also like to play a playlist in the background on Spotify called Jesus and my friend Casey made that. And it's very peaceful and it's just beautiful worship music and I like to keep that playing. And usually it can take me sometimes 30 minutes to an hour because little ones like to come up and get snacks all the time or if someone needs my attention for something else. And that's totally okay because no matter what, God is in that space and you can feel him in that space. And it's such a beautiful feeling, especially when you have the little ones interacting with you during this time. So before we end our conversation, I just want to share an upcoming opportunity that you have to meet us in person on March 25th in Houston, Texas. So we're going to have a photo shoot um, that feature like our new spring apparel. And since it's so close to the event, um, I can send you the schedule if you're in our community or if you want the schedule, I can email that over to you at redefinedsisters at gmail.com, but we just want to meet you and hug you and connect over dessert with you. So we hope that you'll join us. And um, this will also be worshiping on Sunday with um, CBC. So, so this is mine and Whitney's home church. And so thank you for prayerfully considering giving to Redefine Sisters. Your contribution truly helps us continue this ministry of discipling and equipping women in the word of God. Bye, ladies. Bye, ladies. Thank you for listening. To continue the conversation with us, join our free membership community at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Redefined Sisters, or you can email us at redefinedsisters at gmail.com. We cannot wait to connect with you.